Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, and hermaphrodites, fellow slaves of the global plantation. The Vinnie Eastwood show is bad news. It's like the news, but worse. It's the lighter side of genocide. Just because we're being exterminated doesn't mean we can't enjoy it. Otherwise, what's the point of being killed? The Vinnie Eastwood Show, where the only thing worse than living in a high-tech global police state run by child-trafficking Satanists is Vinnie's jokes. Seriously, one one of these days he's going to get the bash. My very special guest that's joining me today, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is a man from troublesaway.net. Now, I know that a lot of people uh, have their own personal problems, troubles, inconveniences, difficulties, and things of that nature. Don't we all? And as I was uh, enlightened to uh, yesterday by a uh, 70-plus therapist, uh, that never changes. You've always got some kind of problem that you have to deal with, no matter how young you are, no matter how old you are. There's always something going on. And uh, today we've got on a man who's going to tell us a little bit about where he thinks those uh, problems are actually coming from. His name is Branson Kenton Dow. Branson, welcome to the show. Vinny, great. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. So uh, as we do on the show, I'd like you to just tell us a little bit about who you are and what it is you do. Well, I um, I live now in Christchurch, New Zealand. It's been my home for over 20 years. I came out from the UK, um, met my wife out here and have three grown-up children um, who are all in the health um, profession in some way or other. And um, I've been a bit of an entrepreneur, I guess, but the overriding things have always been big ideas and that's I think what's kind of has brought us together today is that um, a couple of things occurred during our whole lockdown experience which um, got me thinking if you like and the first one was I just couldn't understand why it was so difficult to talk to people who weren't already on my wavelength about viruses or lockdowns or anything it was just like you know the the wall came down and that was it. And that was, I found a very interesting experience. I couldn't, you know, explain it. And the other thing that struck me was how, when it was you know, so obvious that 
perhaps we're dealing with a common cold or something, but, you know, why everyone along with it? I mean, it's just I couldn't understand. I could understand that um, there were baddies in the world that wanted to do harm to us, but I couldn't actually understand why um, you know, billions of people acquiesced to um, the mandates and the, um, the health care recommendations. And then as we went along and I started looking at other things, I just realized that, hold on a minute, it's not just mandates, not just viruses, it's not just the fact that we're going to have fluoride in the water, it's not just that we have additives on food, it's not just that um, the legal system you know, is a fiction. I just realized that um, I wasn't going to win. There were just too many troubles coming at me thick and fast. And, you know, if there's one or two, then yes, I could probably, you know, do something. So I realized that I spent all my life firefighting. But I'm just going to be overwhelmed because they're just coming so thick and fast now that there's no way that I can um, you know, do what's best for me or my family, let alone everyone else. So that's what led me to Troubles Away, to really dive down into the source. What is the source of all these troubles? Now, Vinny, I've got to confess here, um, I've, got a, um, I've got a degree in comparative religion and philosophy, so I'm kind of built for thinking about these big things. And also I've got, you know, I've done a lot of reading and understanding about what's happened in our past, so that really helped Anyway, where I, where I got to with this is that um, I realized that um, we're actually dealing just with a single cause, that all our troubles, and as you mentioned in your introduction, and I mean, it could be, I mean, I've just cured myself from diabetes in, in three weeks, actually, type 1 diabetes. It could be, you know, an incurable illness. It could be chronic pain you live with all your life. It could be concern over what the government's going to do next. It could be you know, the fluoride in the water. It doesn't matter because they all have a single source. They all go back to a single cause. So um, perhaps I could actually um, dive into how I kind of come to that point, point and what that single cause is. And... Maybe one way is to start with saying, okay, well, let's just say where the, where our troubles aren't coming from to start with, kind of clear the decks a bit. So despite what we're being sold in the media, it's clear that our troubles are not coming from the natural world. So we're not being inundated by volcanoes or tsunamis, um, you know, those are our troubles. Our troubles come from mandates or the drinking too much or the arguments we have with our wife or whatever. They're human-made problems. So it's not the natural world. It, they're human-made problems that we're dealing with. And then the other thing that um, is pretty clear is that they're not coming from a particular person. I know we all love to blame. I mean, we just... I mean. We can talk about that. We'll get to that, <laughs> why we do that. But, you know, it's obvious that as soon as one person is taken out of office, if you like, 
for and another arrives, do our problems disappear? No, they don't. So there's no point hating the current leader who's imposing these restrictions upon us because when they go, someone else takes their place. So, you know, if it was a question of just one person, one grand evil person that um, we could deal with, then, you know, our problems would have been over a long time ago. So we're not dealing with a specific person, right? And then the one that we all love is to blame the, the small global elite that, you know, control most of life um, on Earth. Um, and these can be the unacknowledged special asset access um, projects that you know have, have kept um, zero point energy devices hidden for 130 years, or it could be you know whatever your favourite the Rothschilds. It doesn't matter. But the the global elite. These small, I'm not saying that there does these people don't exist because I think they clearly do. But what I'm saying is they're not the cause of the problem. And in fact, as we'll probably um, discover later, <laughs> they are as embedded in the problem as we are. Um, they're not different from us. And it's not in their interest to destroy life on Earth. It's not in their interest to do that. So why are they doing that? They're behaving as compulsively as um, everyone else. And then um, the third thing I came to is that even though I think things are coming to a head, it feels like a real time of awakening now. You know, the darkness is really dark, but also that's partly because the light is so strong now as well, is that this has been going on for some time. <laughs> you know, we all think we're pretty special because it's this time now. Um, but I just was finished reading the, a fantastic book, um, New Zealand's greatest doctor, Ulrich Williams. Um, and he was dealing with exactly the same things in the 1930s. He was a surgeon who had a revelation that um, it was not a good idea to cut up people's bodies and became a naturopath, an incredibly successful naturopath, and was shunned by the medical system and things. So we know it's gone, gone back that far. But it's gone back for hundreds of years, thousands of years. You know, mankind has found ways to destroy itself um, for a long time. So this is not recent, but I do hope we're coming to a head. And here's a great example. Um, you know, until 1502, when the, um, the practice was stopped, the Aztecs um, are reports to have... <laughs> yearly slaughtered, ritually slaughtered, 1% of their population. They took them to the top of the temples and they slit open their bellies and tore out their hearts. And this was, you know, this was institutionalized slaughter. Um, and so we found, even before we've had you know, vaccines or 5G, human beings have found pretty impressive ways to destroy themselves for a long time. So, the exciting thing about all that is that that leads us back to, you know, where, <laughs> starts to lead us back to the source of all our troubles. And the thing that to realise is that 
something happened in our past, a very exciting thing actually. It happened around 1500 BC when we first became conscious in the sense that <laughs> you can start be thinking about what you can have for your lunch, right? I'm you know, saying, okay, what should I do for, what should I plant in the garden this year? We can do that because we've got an internal space in our minds, our imaginations, where we can actually dream and think about things. But until 1500 BC, men and women didn't have that. They didn't have that. So what it means to be a man and woman actually has changed. We've only been this way. We've only been conscious in that sense for about 3,500 years. And it was that transition into consciousness which actually was the cause of our troubles. And here's why. Um, when you fall or bash your elbow, right, your body goes into shock. Right? Your pupils dilate, your, um, all your energy goes into the core to protect yourself. And that's designed to give you the best chance of survival in, uh, in, a, in a physical um, emergency. Now, the thing to understand that gets to the bottom of all this is that the psyche also has first aid that it uses to um, deal with cataclysmic events. And there's two things that the psyche does. The first thing the psyche does is that if there's a traumatic event, we do our best to forget it. You know, forget it's amnesia. So, for example, there's um, in the survivors of the Hiroshima bomb, there's an American psychiatrist, Robert J. Lipston, who wrote a book called Death and Life, where he interviewed the people who had been through that experience. And he said that, within minutes of the blast, sometimes seconds, there was this psychic numbing because the human system cannot deal with an enormative event like that that just rips away the world. So we go into this kind of, we stop feeling, we go into this shock of feel, you know, no feeling. And um, <laughs> we know that down here in Christchurch because in 2011, as you know, we had the earthquakes here, so we kind of went into all that shock stuff as well. And it took us years to come out. Um, I did uh, some a lot of work during that time. Uh, some, um, there was a lot of uh, theories going around that that might have not been a natural earthquake. But but I digress. Let's please continue. <laughs> so and then as soon as we can, we actually block out the experience. We forget we, because it's just too hard to handle. So where does that go? We actually just push it into the collective unconscious, to the unconscious. We don't want to know about it. But that is the cause of our problem. The second thing we do is that, um, and this is interesting, this is this is a real revelation, and this really goes to the heart. This starts to un unravel the cause of all our problems. Because the second first aid that the psyche does is that it blame, we feel guilty. We blame ourselves. So Robert J. Lifton, when he was interviewing the um, survivors of the Hiroshima bomb, he said, it's impossible, actually, to experience any kind of trauma without the feeling of guilt. Now, that sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? How is guilt a survival tactic for us? 
how does guilt give us the best chance of dealing with an overwhelming event? Well, this is why. Because the one thing that we can't stand as human beings is to feel um, that we have no control. And so when something happens to us, which is so massively devastating, the, the way that we can regain control is that we blame ourselves for what's happening. So instead of being an insignificant pawn and something that we just ha- you know, is blowing us away, all of a sudden, if I'm the one that if it's my fault, I'm again at the centre of these things because I'm the one that caused all this, whatever it is, this devastation, the bomb or whatever. So the second thing we do is we feel guilty. Now, if you are, say, a victim of Hiroshima bomb, um, you couldn't bear that guilt, right? To feel that you're the responsible for the dropping of a bomb that's instantly killed, destroyed a city, you can't bear it. So guess what happens? So all that gets pushed into the cupboard of the unconscious as well. So all of a sudden here we've got both the trauma of the event, the fear, the terror, the grief, the loss, the despair of the, the event in the cupboard of the conscious. We also now have these feelings of guilt. Now, the main thing to realize in all this, Benny, <laughs> is first aid. It gave us the best chance to survive what was otherwise intolerable situation. But the problem is that it, when we push all these things that we couldn't handle at the time into the unconscious. And the problem with that is that great at the time helped us survive the members of the human race that did survive the events of 1500 BC, but it's left us the, um, with all these feelings and beliefs in the cupboard of the unconscious, which... Um, our psyche still believes they're applicable today. They don't go away. We want them to go away. We don't ever want to know anything more about them. But they keep popping up in our lives. And this is actually the cause of our troubles, is that these unconscious feeling beliefs are continually recreating events in our lives, right, based on the, the original experience of 1500 B.C., so um, so that's the really good news, <laughs> because we're kind of getting to the point um, to understand that actually we're being controlled, but probably not as many of your listeners would think. You know, we're being controlled by unconscious feelings, beliefs, which we've got absolutely no idea about. So this is why it's continued for so long, right? The conscious mind can't see this. The conscious mind's not just can't see what's happening. Well, we're going to have to talk about consciousness and the mind when we come back from the break, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Vinnie Eastwood Show. We'll be right back at the Vinnie Eastwood Show. dot com. Guilty, 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 guilty
Bolton for EaseOff. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation. But today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. I'm so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pasture-raised meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pasture-raised meats, and even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom-of-the-barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free, terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low-quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasture-raised meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised, where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your door. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork. Raised the way nature intended. Ladies, gentlemen, and hermaphrodites, the Vinny Eastwood Show, my very special guest, Branson, is laying down the possibility, or what he thinks is a certainty, that the reason why everybody does the things that they do, we kill ourselves with uh, drugs and alcohol and various other forms of addiction like sex and video games and and, uh, entertainment and movies and music and things of that nature, because our body makes us feel guilty on a subconscious level. The guilt is so massive for all the things that we've survived that other people haven't 
that it is leached into our consciousness itself and is running a subroutine, a program, if you will, that is basically the cause of all of mankind's self-destructive behaviors. Brandon, thank you so much for uh, joining me today. Could you uh, please continue on with that thought? Well, certainly, Vinny, that was a great summary. Thank you so much. Um, Well, let's just, just, so we've talked a little bit about, okay, we've created, when we are faced with a cataclysmic experience, things get pushed into the unconscious, and there they don't just sit there, but they keep recreating themselves in our lives again and again and again, so we're in a kind of time loop. So the thing that we haven't got to yet is, well, you know, I've talked about the Hiroshima bomb, but that was an isolated incident. So if we as a humanity have a collective unconscious where we keep repeating the trauma of the past, what was the event in the past that created this situation? So let's talk a little bit about that, because it's actually pretty exciting, I think, the kind of history behind this, that what actually gave rise to this experience of being human um, around 1500 BC. But before I um, do that, um, (laughs) I want to say that this is a bit of a crunch point, because as you remember, one of the things we we push, we forget, don't we? We Amnesia is one of our first aid um, tactics that we have. So, um, (laughs) so what I'm about to share with you um, has been an amnesia. We don't want to hear about it, right? So it's going to be pretty hard for many people to kind of um, accept what I'm going to say. So, um, so I want to just give a little bit of an example um, first, of the extent that we go to as a race, as a human race, to keep ourselves in amnesia. And it's pretty exciting, and we're all on this journey, I think, to, to start discovering just how much of our world is fantasy, right? How much of what we believe is true is actually not true. Now, we're not going to step into virology here or... Um, or the legal system or other um, fantasies. But let's what do one let's look at one where um, the purpose of this fantasy is to keep us in amnesia, to keep us forgetful that anything ever happened in our past. So let's talk about first of all about the theory of evolution. Now the theory of evolution says that we all descended from apes over long periods of time to very small changes. And as soon as I say that, you can start to see what that is trying to say. You know, Darwin published Origin of Species in November 1859. And we take that as science and it's taught to our children, millions of children all around the world. And we accept, you know, probably to a large extent that this is true. It's not true. And as soon as we, <laughs> like all fantasies, as soon as you start looking at the facts, it becomes pretty obvious that it's not true. But what's it kind of trying to do? Well, if you have a theory, which you call science, which says that changes only take place, very small changes, gradually over very long periods of time, 
you can see that this immediately excludes any possibility of a cataclysmic event ever happening in our past. So actually, the theory of evolution is part of the amnesia. It's a theory designed to, to convince us, convince ourselves, that nothing cataclysmic, cataclysmic could have ever taken place in our past. Now, we know this is not true because, for instance, I mean, um, Emmanuel Velikovsky um, wrote a fantastic book called Earth and Unheaval where he outlines the physical evidence for cataclysms. But one of the things he talks about there is the, um, the thousands and thousands and thousands of carcasses of mammoth found in, on islands in north of Siberia, so 300 kilometers within the Arctic Circle. Now, Vinny, this is really interesting because um, mammoths can't survive in Arctic conditions. <laughs> to begin with, they require huge quantities of food um, to eat every day. Um, uh, well, and, and we require huge amounts of ad breaks as well to keep the lights on, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back after this short one. Don't you go anywhere, guys. You're listening to the Vinnie Eastwood Show at thevinnieeastwoodshow.com. Please go there and check out all the ways that we're streaming and archiving and, and whatnot. It'd be a shame for it to all go to waste. We'll see you back in a moment. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Do you or someone you know suffer from chest pain, blood pressure, cholesterol, or irregular heartbeat? Are you looking for a more natural solution to overcome these health challenges? You hear the ads all the time. If this stuff's so good, why doesn't my doctor prescribe it? That's easy. Doctors are not trained in natural medicine. Extendivite Heart Tonic does want you to be as healthy as you can be. And it really works. Take Extendivite for six months and your doctor will say, I don't know what you're doing, but don't stop. It's working for you. Get the dependability of Extendivite. Just see how you feel in six months. A two-month supply of either capsules or liquid is only $69.95 plus shipping and handling. Call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Einstein once said, 
future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach or a favorite song from the past or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To learn more about this amazing breakthrough, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen of the show. That's all about getting your Luftwaffe aloft. It's the Finney Eastwood Show. And my very special guest has been telling us about evolution, how it's a crock, and that rapid advancement happens all the time in terms of organisms transitioning into other ones and what have you. And that, of course, as we know, even with today's technology, organisms can be created artificially, which basically shows evolution to be the bunk that it is. And indeed, uh, Darwin was allegedly an atheist, and he didn't want to uh, use that word, so they came up with the term agnostic. And what this means is there is no God. You know, nobody designed all the things here to work in perfect harmony and so on and so forth as they as they do with a kind of boom and bust cycle of, of, of what have you. No, 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 no. This was, this was all accidental, mate. Somebody threw up the raw resources that are required to make an iMac into the air. And at some point, after throwing it up many, many times... It randomly assembled itself into a working iMac. That's what he's saying. That sounds absolutely insane. And when the entire human race buys in to an insane idea, what do you think that makes the entire human race act like? Crazy people. Brandon, welcome back. Thanks, Vinny. So, yeah, just to finish off that um, story, um, what were thousands of mammoths doing 300 meters inside, 300 miles within inside the Arctic Circle? And Darwin couldn't actually answer this. And the other thing they found is that many of the um, the, the flesh of many of these mammoths was still good enough to eat. So whatever whatever happened to those? Um, 
whatever happened to those mammoths must have happened within the space of just a few hours while they're eating their lunch. So um, <laughs> whatever cataclysm, whatever event, through the entire um, well, thousands of thousands of mammoths into the Arctic Circle within what could have only been the space of a few hours is hardly what you call small changes taking place over very long periods of time. And Darwin couldn't actually, um, it had no explanation for this. So what I'm saying is that, you know, theory of evolution taught for, um, in schools is actually, as you say, is, is a fiction, but it serves the purpose of keeping us in amnesia about what happened. Because what did happen as we became conscious is that it was the most traumatic experience that human beings have ever had. Because, as I mentioned, up until that time, um, we were directly connected to the source of all there is. We were directly connected to the gods. All around the world, cultures talk about some a golden age, an age of innocence, where um, yeah, there was no. We were just we were just connected to source. And in fact, um, Julian James in his book. The Origin of Consciousness and the Breakdown of the Bicameral Mind says that actually they spoke to us directly within our brains because we had no imaginative space. So we were just intimately connected. So when we lost that connection around 1500 BC, it was the most traumatic experience that human beings could ever have um, because it was the loss of all that gave meaning and purpose and value to our lives. So if you think about the time that that has been the hardest for you when you felt just such utter despair, then um, you might have some idea of what it was like for the human race. And at the same time... Um, uh, Branton, one second here. We're just having a little bit of uh, interference from the studio. RBN, could you uh, mute your mic, please? There's a little bit of a uh, bleed over the feed. Thank you. So, so sorry about that. Continue, Branton. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, so... Um, at the same time as that, what well, as part of that experience of separation, um, the Earth was involved in just huge physical cataclysms as Venus um, had a near miss with us, twice actually, within 52 years, um, which caused waves kilometres high. It um, had lava flowing over vast areas of, um, of continents. It shifted the poles, hence the mammoths. Um, we had flaming bitumen from the sky, um, meteorites from the sky that still cover much of the Saudi Arabia. Um, it was <laughs> most of the human race died in both those events. Um, Emmanuel Velikovsky wrote a book called Worlds in Collision in 1950. Um, where he cited the literary evidence for these events. And needless to say, he was um, witch hunt for um, bringing forth these things to light. But the, the main point is to realise that we have had this experience, which we've done our best to um, forget for all this time. But this is the source of our troubles, because this is what was global and therefore created this collective unconscious of these feeling beliefs of um, terror, uh, grief, loss, despair, 
judgment, guilt, shame, undeserving, and the need for punishment. And so when we realize that what our past was like and that we actually changed during that experience, we became conscious, but we also started walking around with this black box, if you like, this cupboard of unconscious beliefs that really the history of the human race is since that time, the last 3,500 years, is really just about us repeating over and over and over again those, that, the trauma of those past events. So what we've been through the last few years, you might say, oh, it's all new, but actually um, it's called repetition compulsion. We're just reliving. We're kind of trapped in a time loop um, when we can't get out of <laughs> Um, for the reasons you stated, because we're really, much of our life is, you know, controlled on, we're on automatic, we're automatons. And then there's nothing our conscious mind can do about it, because it's all unconscious. Um, the conscious mind can't, it's like being under sniper fire. We know we're being taken down, but we don't know where the bullets are coming from, because the conscious mind, you know, can't figure out... It, what's happening we just behave compulsively and go and have these experiences but they're all because of this original trauma now the very good news and I know this has been a very long time coming to the punchline <laughs> <laughs> but the very good news is that once we realize where our troubles are coming from the solution is actually really pretty straightforward because all we need to do is to just clear that cupboard of the unconscious, right? To clear those feeling beliefs while compulsively um, determining our lives and may shortly lead the human race to extinction. Um, I don't think that's going to happen because I think this is the time of awakening. But awakening really means realizing where our troubles are coming from, from this collective unconscious, from this experience, this most devastating experience of trauma that took place around 1500 BC. And I want to say uh, the way to do that, though, this is the interesting part, Vinny, I think, um, and I had no idea about this until um, recently. As you say, you know, we, because we're so determined by these compulsive behaviours, it's a bit like we're a character in a computer game. You know, we're locked in the matrix. So there's no way this computer game, which is this identity based on all these feeling beliefs, which are all actually not true. I can go into that as well, but they're not true. There's no way that this computer character can actually get itself out of the game. It's impossible, isn't it? You can't expect a computer character to get exit the game. So we have to call on our higher selves, Vinny. You can call it spirits, call it God if you want, infinite intelligence. But to, the way to clear the cupboard of the unconscious is to actually connect to our spirit, to ask our spirit. And there's some really simple ways. I mean, let's just put the simplest way, okay, right here, right now. So the simplest way is just say to yourself, spirit, using the word spirit. I actually use the word child in the Troubles Way program. Let's say spirit. Spirit. Clear the collective unconscious. And thank you. <laughs> spirit, clear the collective unconscious. Thank you. And that's all we have to do is call upon spirit. 
because this, our spirit is pure. Our spirit is not affected by the cupboard of the unconscious, all those unconscious feeling beliefs. Our spirit is unchangeable, immutable. It is source. It's connected to what we think. We think we um, separated from around 1500 BC. We actually never separated, which actually really is the source of all our lies. It's the original lie, if you like, <laughs> that's given rise to all the other lies about ourselves and about the world. So the solution, once we realize that we're basically, you know, live, we've lived for three and a half thousand years in a traumatized state, but the solution really is to call upon our, our higher selves because it's our higher self that can clear the cupboard because it's all a pack of lies when it comes down to it really and that's why we have lies you know perpetuated in the world as well uh, you're very I know you're very familiar with all those um, but it's like um, I don't know if you know Pollock's work um, when he discovered the fourth phase of water he discovered that if you put say, pour a glass of water, water will actually, the water molecules will actually form a layer of pure water right next to the glass. So it doesn't matter how contaminated the rest of the glass is. It could have fluoride in it, it could have radioactive waste, it could have um, dirt in it. It doesn't matter because there's an exclusion zone, a zone where the water automatically pushes away all impurities so you only have pure water next to the surface of the glass. And we're like that. And so no matter what we've done in our lives, something that we want to feel built, guilty for or whatever, or whatever um, beliefs that, have been, that we're being controlled by in the unconscious, none of that matters if we return to spirit and just call on spirit. And um, there's a really, really beautiful way that I've been doing this recently based on the um, Hawaiian traditional healing form of Ho'oponopono um, and I'm a terrible singer but um, so maybe I'll just uh, say it um, wrong but it goes like this and really this is basically the way to heal ourselves but also to heal the world because it's collective right so as we remove this collective unconsciousness from ourselves, we're doing the same for the world. So every time I say this or you say this afterwards, um, we're actually clearing it for everyone else as well. And then when this lifts, then the troubles, um, you know, we aren't going to have the troubles we have today. So it goes like this. So you say, um, Spirit, I'm sorry. I've not been able to clear the collective unconscious. Spirit, please forgive me for the harm I've caused myself and others. I give this problem over to you. Spirit, I thank you for the successful resolution of this problem. Spirit, I love you. I love you. I love you. So, Vinny, I think in, in, in really is the simplest form, if we say that to ourselves um, daily, I say I go around singing it, <laughs> um, that will clear the collective unconscious um, because it's all so simple, really. I mean, we've all been living a lie. 
and is a lie that's perpetuated itself because it's unconscious. We've not been aware of it. And the, we've tried as we might. I know the efforts you go to are done to millions of people trying so hard to live a better life, to overcome their problems, overcome their addictions, deal with the government. But really what we have to do is let go of the the original delusion, the cupboard of the unconscious, where all these feeling beliefs about ourselves are there, which are, none of them are true. And if we call on spirit to do that, then um, I think we're going to find ourselves living in a, um, a much, um, much different world. Because just as one, just as what it meant to be human was different before 1500 BC when the gods spoke directly to us, um, which I think we're changing again. I think we are, we're in, a, we're in a state of transition at the moment, and that's why we've got all the hiccups we've got. But it is really a process of just letting go of all those things we believe about ourselves, which is not true, which are in the cupboard of the unconscious. And I think that whole Oponopono is just a really fantastic way to do it. And a simpler way um, is just to say, spirit, clear the cupboard of the unconscious. And that's what you really need to do. Wow, man. And, uh, yeah, I felt something there. And uh, I was just kind of thinking um, as well about something that uh, Bill Hicks said about how uh, people who, who engage in philosophy and uh, higher thought and things of that nature are necessarily conscious and they don't really know the value of it, you know? He was taking a philosophy uh, class during the summer when a, a lot of jocks would just be doing it to make up extra credit. And this uh, lecturer comes out and says... God is consciousness, and we are all God trying to realize our own power. And this guy in the back raises his hand. He goes, yeah, we're going to need to know that. Is that uh, that going to be on the queers? <laughs> yes, well, really saw the point, eh? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So what's and what's been interesting, Giddy? And just before we went on, you were talking about you know sipping your lemon water as kind of part of the, your cleansing process. Is that as in my experience has been that as we start realizing um, both the lies we've been living under and, that, and we as society live in, um, but also start doing the cupboard. Oh man! I should have just taken the railing. Oh man. Okay, okay, I'm very, very sorry about that. Breakthrough, ladies and gentlemen. Try and break through to the other side. Troublesaway.net. Troublesaway.net is my very special guest, Branton Kenton Dow's website there. And thank you so much for joining in. Thank you for those uh, in the chat room. And we will see you again next time. The Eastman Show. They sacrifice me like all the rest Help me up to display my distress I was a prime suspect In a bootleg investigation Of prime neglect To my needs and all my blood A prime suspect 
Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Vinnie Eastwood show. Sorry about that. I th- I, th- I thought we were just ending the show there. And I was just, to- just totally confused. You'll have to forgive me. There's there's a lot going on at home. You know, it, it, it happens. That it's that freaking subconscious, man. It gets you every time. Honestly, it's it's relentless. My very special guest, uh, Branson uh, Kenton Dow from uh, TroublesAway.net uh, has been uh, joining us, uh, talking about how you need to, uh, it's basically a prayer to the spirit you know, of you, your own self uh, to clear all that baggage, you know? Hey, spirit, it doesn't matter what spirit it is, it, it could be whiskey, it could be tequila, uh, let's clear that collective unconscious. Just clear it and heal it. Wouldn't that be nice in a world where we're no longer plagued by the unconscious and we're capable of allowing it to fill up with new ideas and inspiration and love? Wouldn't that just be a fantastic world? Branton, welcome back. We've uh, only got a few minutes here, so I would uh, advise you to spend some of this time to uh, hurriedly uh, make your final points and uh, uh, flog your wares and, and promote yourself. Thanks, Vinny. So I was just saying that um, as we start to clear that, um, the, the couple of the unconscious, all those unconscious feeling beliefs, through the whole point of prayer or through um, <clears throat> all five just simply saying, spirit, clear the, the collective unconscious. That's all we need to do. Because who we really are has always been there. We've just had these um, these false lies, <laughs> these false beliefs um, at us for so long. But, um, yeah, life gets a lot simpler because we just return to our natural sense of self, a deeply satisfying peace, and the most wonderful ecstasy that's better than any addictive behavior than you could possibly imagine, I promise you. Um, so anyway, if you go to troublesway.net, um, there's an introductory video that takes you through the whole thing about where our troubles are coming from. And then if you sign up, um, shortly there'll be a four free videos, Troubles Away mini program, 
that um, will give you the insights of how to actually do um, that clearing. And then if you want, there's also a full um, 15 days of um, short videos every day that kind of give you the deeper insights and also then some tips and tools of how to make your life much simpler as well. And including um, yeah, ways to actually connect back into source or strengthen that connection to source. So that's the Troubles Way program. So it's all on the website, troublesway.net. Um, yeah, so I've really appreciated the, the time to um, to be able to share this, um, Vinny, and I hope that it's of service so that we stop having to fight fires because that's all the conscious mind can do over the next thing that's coming up, the next thing that turns up on our doorstep that is you know life-threatening situation or the next thing we do to ourselves through compulsive behaviors, addictions, um, go back to source. It's the only way. We can't win by fighting all these fires. We have to go back and resolve the original trauma, which is the these feeling beliefs and the cupboard of the unconscious. And as we do so, our life changes because we've never actually, just like that pure water next to the side of the glass, we've never actually lost touch with who we really are. Well, no, we never. We have lost touch with it, but we never actually have changed from who we really are, and that's what's going to bring about um, the world we all desire. And in fact, it's already here. It's all about receiving rather than striving at this time. I think, Billy. So I've really appreciated that opportunity to be with you. Is there anything in particular that I've missed out that I think you know I should be saying? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not sure. Because uh, oftentimes, if you're uh, unfamiliar with a, a, a subject, because this is this is very new, I'm, I'm sure not just for me, but for a lot of people, about how uh, that unconscious uh, sort of uh, thing works. So, uh, regardless, we don't have time because it's the break. <laughs> So, so you know, wham, fizzled, fizzled again. Um, I mean, gentlemen, at the VinnieEastwoodShow.com. Just remember that's Vinny with a Y because it's the most important question. And Eastwood, like, go ahead, make my news. Brandon Kingdow has been my guest from TroublesAway.net. Check that out, ladies and gentlemen, if you like, and please remember to support the VinnieEastwoodShow.com by making a donation. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, in trying so many different coffees that were so good and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee that's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10.
listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth, truth.